welcome to the 57th episode of the Not Your Mama's Gamer podcast, a podcast where we talk about games and gaming from a feminist perspective. I am Samantha Blackman, one of your co-hosts. I am um, an associate professor at Purdue University here in wonderful West Lafayette, Indiana, where I talk about, think about, write about, read about, and play, uh, in addition to a number of other things, video games, video games, video games. And I am joined tonight, as in every podcast night, by my two co-hosts, Alex Lane and Nicole Marie. But this evening, haha, don't jump in. <laughs> we have um, an additional guest um, who you will see a bit from, um, at least, um, on the blog. Uh, and it is Alicia K. I don't know if you want to use your whole name, so we'll call you that for now. Alicia, why don't you start by introducing yourself? Who are you? Um, Alicia K. Arabinus. <laughs> Rhymes with? Penis. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and put it out there. Uh, I, Everyone was thinking it, as as they should and as they do. Um, I am a graduate student at Purdue, but I'm in creative writing, so they look down on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm right with you. But um, I've been writing about games probably longer, so you know I have that that I can lord over them. Uh, they're just fancier than I am. That is what people oh. say about me. I'm, let, me <laughs> let me just say this. Carabinus, I am very old. You have not been writing longer than me. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we could probably talk about that sometime because I'm pretty old, too. But I'm not going to talk about how old I am. But it's not as old as you. So... Alicia, this is your first podcast, so I'll warn you. You don't want to beat Sam in anything. If you win, you actually lose. Okay. It might be my last podcast. Sam, Sam has been writing And we learned last podcast to never call her old, either. That's true. I, don't know. I, I feel learned like I that. get away with these things because our children are friends. That's probably true. You have an in that we don't have. That's fair. Also, I'm very old, so, you know. <laughs> We're like almost contemporaries. If I were older, oh, oh, see. <laughs> All right, so that was the first and last time you will hear from Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> and it's over. That was fun, guys. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Alex Lane, tell us about yourself. Well, first, I have to make an observation. Do you think it would freak everybody's shit out if someone else started like introducing? Like, because you, for 57 episodes, have said the exact same intro in the exact same intonation every single time. Do you think it would just, like, like if we had a dude come on? Hello, and welcome to the <laughs> Podcast. We're People would probably, like, immediately, they wouldn't even get that far. they turn it off. she do it they, in, like, they the movie announced podcast. In a world. In a world where Not Your Mama's Gamer writes about feminist games. Uh <laughs> Sorry about that. My name is Alex Lane, and I am a PhD student in rhetoric and composition, which is in no way she performs superior to creative writing. All right. And uh, I study uh, gender in the games industry for my dissertation work, which hopefully someone's been reading about at some point because I've been writing a lot about it. Um, and I leave tomorrow for a two-week vacation back home in our brand new, newly remodeled RV. I'm totally jacked. I could not be more excited. You are such a fucking Minnesotan. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. It's just like, seriously the thought. Like I saw a picture of a lake the other day, and I like started crying. Like I miss. It was like a like a what's her face in a Gone with the Wind. Like when she goes back to Tara. She's like Tara. Like that's how I feel about Minnesota. Like it's in my bones. It's in my blood. They think so. that's butter. 
good. Right, right. Yes. So anyway, so we got our RV and the puppies, and we got it all painted and fixed up and all sorts of stuff. So I'm excited. So I'm going to be fairly happy tonight. So Sam, you can't bring me down? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Hey, like I've been challenge very nice her. I refused to give you your dissertation chapters back to make sure you didn't work while you were gone. I know that was really nice. She's like, well, I won't give you your dissertation chapters back. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I'll have a new, char- new charger for my computer and all that. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm not giving it to you so that you don't work. Oh, yeah. Nice. I like it. Well, this is her last chance for vacation before she starts with the meat market, so. I know, man. I don't know how you deal with students going through this every year. It is torturous. <laughs> I suppose you drink. Heavily. <laughs> so I'm glad I got the baby out of the way before my thesis year. No, for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Nicole Marie. Uh, well, I'm Nicole Marie, and... I like to talk about video games, um, but I guess the most exciting thing going on for me is not an RV, but a potential job promotion in the world of banking. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yay. Yay, digging my banking hole deeper. So You sound really enthusiastic about that. You know, the money is fantastic. Like, great. I'm so up for being paid more, but it's just like a soul-sucking job. <laughs> soul sucking <laughs> i know what you mean it's just there's no i'm doing it for the money and that's it so it's like the opposite for me you know what i find soul sucking is when you have to be at a certain place for like eight hours a day you have to be in this building like i do not think i can stand that not yeah, only just in that building in that same desk all oh, oh. day that's all terrible. day it is terrible. It's totally terrible. I yeah, brought my that. iPad to work today just so I could play Candy Crush while I was on my lunch break to get that's, some that's... sort of like mental break from it all. It's exhausting. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah, I was I wasn't built for a desk job like Fuck this. Fuck the real world, man. Um, Fuck it. Yeah. There you go. Yep. All right, ladies. Let's do our <laughs> usual. On that happy note. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> what you're playing, what you're reading, what you're drinking. Um, and we will start with our guest. Alicia, what you playing? State of Decay. Mm-hmm. I would be playing other things, but as a friend of mine messaged me tonight, we are afraid to turn on our Xboxes right now because suddenly it will be six hours later and we won't even know what the hell we've accomplished. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly addictive. I'm like, who's afraid to turn on their Xbox? I Man, you just them. don't know. The other night, the child slept, because I have a baby who's almost six weeks old. She slept for a good four hours while she was out here in the living room. And I played the whole time. And I promise you, I could not tell you a single thing I actually accomplished. Because everything I had fetched was gone. I had used it all. Everything was basically at the equilibrium, which I started. But when she stirred, I looked up and I was like, it has been four hours. (laughs) I don't even know what happened. It's like a time warp that you fall into. (laughs) And I've had a lot of games that were like that, but this is different. You disappear. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds amazing. (laughs) It's really good. I mean, it's. 
it's really good, especially considering that, you know, it's an arcade release. And there's a lot of tiny little details, too, that are really cool. Like when you happen to be close enough to a, to a little person, their little face moves perfectly in time with their dialogue. You can't really see that shit most of the time. They're a blob running across the screen. But the moments when you can, it's there. <laughs> they put a lot of work into it. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So State of Decay, how much was it? Uh, 1,600 points. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Sixteen hundred dollars, sixteen hundred Microsoft Space dollars. So nobody yes. knows how much that <laughs> actually was. Yeah. <laughs> That's math, man. You have to get the supercomputer. <laughs> All I know is up. that we we were going to wait to get it, and then my husband came home with a card, and then State of Decay was on my Xbox. And what's happened since then is all a blur. Like <laughs> the baby has survived. Well, that's important. And that's the best I can say for us. <laughs> that's important. Yeah, that's good. I think the pets might be fed, but I'm really not sure. <laughs> not entirely positive. <laughs> I just read on Kotaku that's still planned to come out for the PC. That's what I heard. Uh, a lot of people are really waiting for it, but uh, I don't play a lot of PC games. My husband does, but uh, I much prefer console games. I know that's a controversial statement. Yeah. Not around here. Oh, good. No. Yeah. <laughs> if we are, we, judge we you are, about something, it's not going to be We are platform that. polyamorous around here. Just don't tell Sam if you have a pink Xbox controller. Oh. oh. If you have a pink Xbox controller, I want that motherfucker. Do you understand? I got one. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could dip it in some paint for you. But... <laughs> My kid wants a pink Xbox controller, and I can't find one. My son probably want a pink Xbox controller, too. He likes pink, but uh, my, my shit is black. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. That's something you're supposed to tell the girl who works at Xbox that's... Or, GameStop that sees these things come through like all the time. I never see one at GameStop. I see them all the time. Maybe it's just our store up here, but the next time I was in West Lafayette, I would totally bring it for you. You need to. (laughs) I will check it out. (laughs) Oh my god. And I still I still have a pink scribble knots hat for you too. I totally have that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. I have a pink scribble knots hat for you as well. Well, I think someone's going to be buying you a plane ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Expedite that process. She's going to ship you a box in which to ship it to her. Yeah. (laughs) Return billings. She's prepaid. Yep. (laughs) All right, Alex Lane, what you playing? Um, I've been playing mostly is, for anybody who read my summer post, um, the thing that's been taking most of my time is Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um, I only played one other Animal Crossing, the previous one, uh, for DS, uh, and I didn't love it. I didn't really, like, get it, and I'm, like, like, I love Sims and that kind of stuff, you know, like, uh, resource management games where you, like, build up your shit, but, um, I did I don't know, I just didn't yeah. fall in love with it. I'm the same way, I love that kind of stuff, but I just could not get into Animal Crossing, I never, I've never been able to. Yeah, and, yeah, I didn't love it, and I started playing Harvest Moon at the same time. And Harvest Moon, I, I didn't love either, but that I one was way Harvest better, <laughs> I thought, than the other Animal Crossing I tried. Um, but this one, I love. And I know Sam thinks that this one is much better than previous versions, mm-hmm. so I'll let her speak to that. But uh, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I've been... I, I like it, especially in the summer, because it's a game that you don't have to sit down and spend four hours on, um, but you can play it every single day and <laughs> still be in the game. You know what I mean? Um so, anyway, uh, I've been playing a lot of that. That's really fun. 
Um, I've been playing a ton of WoW. Some of my friends from back in Minnesota started playing again. Um, so I've been on with them. Uh, sucked everyone into Oh, again. man. I know, right? Um, it's It doesn't have the hold on me. Um, good. Like it used to years and years ago. That's but, a good thing. But it's still pretty fun. I like the battle pets um, and such. I've been playing a lot of Plants vs. Zombies Adventures, um, which I love. I don't know how you feel about it, Sam, but... Eh, I, I, I can take it or leave it. <laughs> take you or leave you. Uh, yeah. And then I've been playing uh, Splice, which is my indie game of the week. So I'll talk about that later. Oh, I want to hear about that. Well, you will hear an earful. All right. <laughs> you won't have a choice in a minute. <laughs> Nicole, what you playing? Well, I'm still sucked into the world of Minecraft. I feel like I've been saying that for a while now, but... There That's it how Minecraft is. is. It's not like a play for one week and then you're done. No, and the thing Same. is, I, th- I think I've said this before, but I don't know. My sister and her boyfriend bought a server with two of their other friends. And so I recently decided to join them on that. And, um, yeah, when you have four other people playing with you, it becomes much more time-consuming than just by uh. yourself even. So I imagine it's it's pretty close to wow as far as like sucking the time out of my life or at least my spare time. <laughs> and then of course I'm still addicted to Candy Crush because again soul sucking, but in a good way, in a good healthy way. And then I finally <laughs> um, I got Monster Hunter three, so I'm super pumped about that because I'm fighting monsters and it's great. That's fun. I feel I, th- I think we've talked about that game on here before, like either wanting to play it or that we were looking into it. But it is really good, and you get to play with all of your friends, so I think that's fantastic. But yeah, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's my turn. Well, since I've been traveling for the last two weeks, um, I haven't been playing a whole lot of anything. Um, ex- well, yes, I have. I've only been playing a whole lot of a couple of things. How <laughs> about that? Um, I played some, of course, Plants vs. Zombies Adventures because um, Alex Lane fusses at me if I don't play every so often. Um, That's true. Yeah. And uh, I can take it or leave it. It's it's not the Plants vs. Zombies to me, for me. Um, so, eh. I'll live. And I have also been playing... Animal Crossing New Leaf. Um, and I've played a couple of Animal Crossings before. And this has got to be the best one yet. A lot of people have said that some of the more exciting things that have come back in New Leaf, like the island and um, some of the other fun stuff, are, are um, have come back from the GameCube version, which I never played. I played the old DS version and the Wii version Um the Wii version was City Life, I think. Um, and I, I loved the original DS version. Um, I'm surprised I didn't break many a DS playing that game because I used to fall asleep playing it every night. And every night <laughs> I would drop it out of the bed once I fell asleep. And every morning I would wake up and Rossetti would be like screaming at me because um, it had gone dead. <laughs> <laughs> And while I was, you know, while it was laying on the floor. Um, so if you want to just throw your electronics around, you can throw them in my direction. 
Well, you know, I'm really pissed Fair. off right now because, like I said, I'm I'm unpacking because we just got back what Sunday, and I can't find my uh, Vita. No way. Um, maybe it's with my charger. Maybe shit. Um, so I'm gonna take another look around through everybody's luggage and see if I can find it. Um, if not, I'm gonna have to acquire another Vita. Um, at some point. Um, but that being said, I'm not gonna talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Because um, what I'm really pissed off is that my uh, my copy of Persona 4 Golden was in there. Ooh. Oh, shut up. That sucks. Um, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, we don't have to yes. talk about that anymore. Um, so, yeah, Animal Crossing New Leaf, I'm really having fun with it because it's it's just as fun as the, the first DS version. But all the mini games um, make it even more fun. Um, and it seems, I don't know, I was like... Uh, the the one complaint it's not even complaint because I know the game if I had not played the game before uh, what would be a complaint for me would be the fact that this game doesn't have or didn't have much in terms of tutorials in the way that the last one did um, so you were kind of, you were kind of expected to already know how to play the game in many ways um, but you'll find um, that. I find that, like I said, I got a whole lot of hours in. I'm working on my second expansion. Um, I've already gotten like 100% on my city rating. Um, and I'm doing ordinances and 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 um, town improvements and everything. And I'm just starting to run into other town residents that are telling me how to do things that if I had not played this game, I would have needed to know how to do in the first hour or two that I was playing. That, that's, um, that's exactly my experience from only, that's kind of why I gave up on the previous animal crossing. I was like, I don't get it. And this one, I was like, I don't get it, but I at least knew how to do enough things that I could just like keep going. But like all the cool shit, I would never have known if I hadn't posted on Facebook and you guys helped me out, you know? Yeah. So that's I feel like that's a problem funny. with a lot of games. Like, if there's not a direct upfront, here's how you do shit tutorial, a lot of times they'll slip things in later. Yeah. You're like, but I should do that like days ago. Yeah. Yeah, I, but I, I need to know how to do that stuff early. So, yeah, so that's kind of, um, and, and I'm not the, I, like I said, you, you felt that way. And, and I talked to some people when I was, when I was at, um, Games learning and so- games learning in society, and I and I asked, I said, okay, so is it just me or and yeah, everybody was pretty much fe- having that same feeling. So yeah, mm-hmm. not happy about that part, but you know, it was different for me because, like I said, I played so much Animal Crossing, but well, and it's fun. It's just it is, like, it is, it's really fun, and I have to say um, that uh, you know, P and I do what I call lap co-op a lot where she stands directly in front of me, like between my legs and, and I put my arms around her and we play DS games together. Mm-hmm. Um, like the ones that are too difficult for her to play by herself or when they're new games that she's just learning how to play. Yeah. Animal Crossing. She picked up one, one, she picked it up really fast. Um, two, then she insisted on keep putting different color dresses on my little, um, on me. And that was not <laughs> happening. <laughs> So not only would she put little dresses on me, she would go in, spend my money, buy a dress and put it on. But then when she would leave and I would be playing the game by myself and I'd change back into a shirt and pants, <laughs> she would come back and be mad that I had taken a dress off. You know, the more the re- you resist the dresses, the more she's coming hard on dresses. You know that. <laughs> That's yes. hilarious. But see, this is not her. This is me. I'm like, no, this is not you. This is mama. Mama doesn't want to wear a dress. How's that argument working for you? 
I don't know anything about raising children. However, as a formerly brat child, I know exactly (laughs) how I would act. And that is how. So, yeah. And then, then she likes to do other stuff. Like she likes to dig holes. So after the first day that she dug, I swear 50, 60 holes in my town and I had to go fill them all in. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) That's why I don't have this game. That is when I made the decision that that's what she was getting for her birthday this weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I I was like, "Uh, you need your own town because you need to leave me alone. (laughs) Get the hell out of mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm never going to let her in my town either. She can't visit me. <laughs> man, you're going to ban your own man. child. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> she will not be fucking up my town. She cannot visit me. <laughs> Put up a sign, no peas allowed. Okay, can we check back on this in like a month and see how how true Successful. this Sam's saying? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what, Alex, you can bite me. Um... <laughs> I can. I'm all the way across town. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Anyway, and the last thing I've been playing is um, two games came out while I was traveling that I was really pissed off that I was traveling for. Uh, um, remember me in The Last of Us. And so it was killing me because I kept seeing people post about these games and I was like, but they're at home waiting for me and I'm not there. <laughs> So when I got home, the first thing I said was, okay, I got to play, you know, I'm, I don't know which one to play first. I was like, maybe I'll play Remember Me first since it came out first. But then somebody told me, no, Charlotte, who's been on the podcast before, told me I had to play The Last of Us first. And she was like, no, you got to play this game first um, and have a sneaky sneaky ready. And I didn't know, I had no idea. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. No spoilers. Don't. Here. Um, and... So I played this game first. And the first, the first night, I tried to play it the night we got home after, you know, I had been driving for like 12 hours. Yeah, that was real <laughs> smart. So as the update was happening, I fell asleep and I woke up on the couch six hours later, still sitting in the same position. Um, so the next night I had to wait till P went to sleep, of course. Um, and I played, I started playing this game. And let me just say that shit took me fast. If you have not played this game, you need to play this game. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I was cursing Charlotte's soul. I was like, why would she tell me to play this shit? (laughs) That you're now telling us to play? Yes. But I'm giving you a warning. That shit took me fast. And then that's what she told me at that point. She was like, that's why I told you to have a drink ready. So (laughs) at least she did that. At least she did that. So um, the last of us is the other thing that I've been playing. Um, How strong a drink do you need to have ready? That's a good question. Excellent. Well, like, do I need to prepare in advance for this business? Just Will know this shit is coming. <laughs> An IPA? Do you need to oh, pregame God. for the actual gaming? <laughs> just, what just percentage know. of of your blood has to be alcohol? <laughs> yeah, just just shit. know some shit is coming. Oh, I don't know. I might have to wait. I'm so emotional and hormonal. That's probably the best time. You'll be like, this was the best game ever. <laughs> No, I cry at commercials right now. Don't don't mess hey, me Hey, I up. just I already admitted I cried at a picture of a lake. Okay, I'm not, <laughs> not even pregnant. That's true. You she did say that. She did say that. Yeah, this is true. Just just expect, just expect. Yeah, and I can tell you, it's gonna hit you hard. All right. Oh no, no. I don't know if I can play it at all. Then you if... you should play it. Mm. Evil. 
did any of you guys see the um, little single issues of comics that they were putting out prior to the game coming out? No. Mm-mm. They're really cool because they're like backstory on, um, oh God, now I can't think of her name. Who's the main girl? I heard about those, but I avoided them because I didn't want to. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I like to go. I like to go. Um, I like to like do a do a project blackout before it's a game I really yeah. want to play. Yeah, well, there you should you should look into them now that you've played it, Sam, because they're actually they're really good. And the backstory on um, her character, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name, but it's it's Amy. really interesting. Jenna. No, Theodore. Wait, that's a dude's name. <laughs> I could Google it, but my keyboard's so far away. But she's um, she's a like uh like you know orphaned, obviously. But mm-hmm. it talks about how kind of she, her and Jesus. You would have think I had never even heard of this game. I read the things and everything. Ellie, Joel, Joel, and Joel Ellie. the Joel is the guy, and Ellie. Yes, Ellie's and Ellie girl. is the girl. Mm-hmm. How they get together. Um, but also how she gets to kind of be her like rough and tough attitude and everything. It's really good. It's really, really good. I think everyone should check it out. I'm on the comic book kicks lately though. So there's also that bias going on. It's a good kick. It is indeed. Cool. It's occasionally a good kick. It can be a very expensive kick. Yes, it can be. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. What you reading, folks? I actually have some stuff this week. Mm-hmm. And now that I say that, I'm 100% blanking on the name. Can I go last so I can go get my, my thing? <laughs> you sure can. Right. Well, I, mine is easy. because Well, I've been reading a little bit of stuff. Uh, looking at uh, some stuff here and there. Um, but mostly what I've been reading is uh, dissertation chapters and, and thesis chapters. <laughs> Because I have a five dissertation and thesis defenses next week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Hey, yeah. exciting. So, but some of them are actually, um, well, some of them are electronic related or technology related and mention games, but not specifically about games. Well, all, Alex Lane's chapters, damn it, are um, about games and gaming. So, but yeah. I've been reading a lot of thesis and, and uh, dissertation chapters, and I've been traveling for two weeks at conferences. So I've been listening to a lot of people give papers on games because um, I went to computers and writing first, and then I went to games, learning, and society. What was the best thing you heard? Oh, wow. What was the best thing? One, one thing, the best, the pinnacle. That is a very good question. Um, I heard a, um, what do you know? I also found a whole glass of wine and some bacon jerky while I was in the other room. What do you know? What What a coincidence. Shocking. Bacon jerky. Isn't that like for dogs? Um, maybe look in, I don't have those species hangups like other people do. (laughs) No, I think it's just like smoked bacon. It's pretty amazing. And I also found some Baybell cheeses. Oh, there you go. So you got cheese. This bacon. is a very yeah prosperous trip there. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I like can to feel be your arteries. Is it red wine though? 
It is red wine okay. and low low fat mozzarella cheese. And so I have no excuse for the bacon jerky. So she's clogging her arteries and clearing them at the same time. Yeah. That's right. It's, like, to, it's like drinking a Diet Coke and eating a Snickers. They like cancel out. <laughs> Um, yeah, PhD yeah. soon enough here, folks. Yeah. Um, okay, so the book is uh, I, got, I got this for my road trip book, um, but I couldn't help but peek at it a little bit. It is called Clay: How It Shapes the Brain, Opens the Imagination, and Invigorates the Soul. It's wow. by uh, uh, Stuart Brown um, and Christopher Bond, uh, Ph, uh, not a PhD, MD, real, real D, uh, founder of the National Institute for Play. And, um, it sounds, um, uh, so far it's like, it's weird. Cause it's like a national bestseller book, like a, like a, um, pop kind of a pop book, you know, um, like a Jane McGonigal style. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I think it is super interesting and I'm, I'm, I'm going to write a post about it soon enough. Um, but what I, what I like is that, um, he goes through, like a Huizinga style history um, of all the different types of play and how it's evolved in different human cultures. Um, so like I said, I only um, got the introduction done, um, but I'll have more to talk about the next time we go. Cause he, especially he looks at like a, a serial killers and Nobel prize winning uh, winners and their histories of play and like how play has shaped both of their, those types of brains. So I think it's just kind of kind of cool. I mean, we know nothing about brains, so a lot of it seems like conjecture, but still. Nothing wrong with that, right? I know, right? Hmm. So, so I'll let you know more about that. Um, it's promising so far, um, but I'm, main- I'm maintaining a healthy skepticism. Hmm. Cool. You know how that stuff goes. It can get really dumb really fast. <laughs> yes. Right? Not, not saying McDonald's book is dumb by any means, but it gets overreaching quickly. Yes, very much so. So, there you go. That's it. Cool. Bacon jerky. Bacon, Bacon jerky. jerky. All right. What about you? You read anything, Carabinus? Oh, I'm reading lots of things, but are they applicable to this podcast? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> <laughs> But if I'm reading less than seven books, then I'm in the grave, so. Oh, wow. Ooh. Well, I mean, I write fiction, you know? Fair enough. I gotta, I gotta keep it going. I just bought a new book called Ready Player One. Not a new <gasps> book. Let me rephrase. Yeah, that's what I'm reading. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> I want to read that. I, I, just, I just got it in the mail. That's another one of my road trip games. I'm very excited. That's a road trip game. Road trip game. game. Road trip book. Honestly, you'll feel like you're in a game the whole time. It's fantastic. That's that's what I'm reading right now. It's by Ernest. I haven't started yet. I'm so excited. Yay! I'm glad you you guys hear about it because of Krista Charter's Facebook. No, I've I've heard about it a long time ago. Okay, because she had something up there and people were like, oh my god, it's so good. And I had heard about it, but I never, like, actually sat down to purchase it. And so, kind of talking to her about it, it's, it's like, she was, they were, all of her friends were like, oh my god, it's like the greatest book ever written. And I mean, it's not the greatest book ever written. It is fantastic, though. It's really, really great. The premise is that, like, they live in the future where the world is pretty barren and there's an energy crisis and... Uh, everyone basically lives in a virtual reality called Oasis, and um, 
I mean, it, it's the, the premise in that way is very similar to a lot of kind of movies and books that I think have that same idea that people are escaping the crumbling earth around them in a virtual reality. Um, but the cool thing is, is everyone's on this like hunt for an Easter egg within the Oasis by the uh, game's creator. And whoever wins it wins the rights to basically the most powerful company in the world, which is the people who make the Oasis. It's really, really good. I'm on like the third part of it all. I actually just flipped to that page right before we started podcasting. Um, so it's it's really good. Needless to say, I've only had it for two days and I'm like powering through it as much as I can because it's, it's very, very good. Cool. That sounds really cool. Yeah, a friend of mine who is a longtime gamer, sort of on the side, um, because clearly other people game not on the side. Yeah. Like but mm -hmm. she recommended it to me. Yeah. I'm reading I, some of the Amazon reviews right now. It looks really good. It's really good. And I think um, the, the one thing that's unfortunate for me is a lot of the 80s references are lost on me because I was born in 89. Oh. But... But some of the things... Unlike I, other old people on this podcast I, is what she meant. I didn't say that at all. I uh -huh. am not digging that mm -hmm. that I already have. That's exactly what she meant. I know. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is. But there's still some that I get. <laughs> the movie references. The movie references I get. The music references I get. Like the things that... But there's stuff that was like topical news during that time that I have no idea about it at all. Mm -hmm. Keep Keep going. It's really good. It's really, really good. Like, it's not her fault that she's beautiful and young. <laughs> has so much life and in front of her. So, the reviews are saying that the pop cultural references sometimes seem a little shoehorned in. Can you I, speak to that? Yeah, definitely. Because the thing is, is the creator of this, like, world and this game that they're playing, he's obsessed with the 1980s. So his whole world was shaped by his experience with the 1980s. So everything that they do and talk about, like there, there's no indication to how to find this Easter egg other than studying his life. So there are people that are called like Halliday researchers and scholars. And so everything they talk about is just these, these eighties references. So totally shoehorned in there for sure. It's, it's, it's eighties for the sake of having it in there. Hmm. But it's good. I don't think it pulls away from the, the story. Yeah, I'll check it out. Some people just have to criticize. I was just curious. I wasn't meaning you. I just made you that. I don't know. It sounded targeted. <laughs> <laughs> good God, I people. I ready to hate it. <laughs> All right. Did we get everybody's reading? So let's get to the important thing. What you drinking? Wine out of a box. Out of a box. Oh, oh no. What kind of wine? What kind of what kind of box is the question? Because there's like one or two box wines. In the world. It is absolutely no. not a good one. In fact, I'm embarrassed to say, so I will not. I will not. So it is Franzen. Oh, man. It's not Franzi, it's one step up. It's the Carlo Rossi. Ooh, uh, look at you getting fancy. Did you take it out of the box and you're slapping the bag and drinking right out of it? No, you got to wait until later to do that. You can't do that right away. It's not classy. You clearly wouldn't know being born in 89 and all, but that's true. there's that's a certain true. order to these I things. Lack there are certain levels. class. That that's right. Are. So what kind of wine are you drinking? Uh, it is a, a 
uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. Oh no. Speak anymore, Alex Lane. I like a I probably this is probably my most frequented alcoholic beverage, the Carlo okay. Rossi. Uh, then Cabernet you should Sauvignon. learn how to pronounce it. I don't know. Caber- Cabernet Sauvignon with my jalapenos. <laughs> jalapenos. Well, she, she drinks Rose. scotch with uh, Sour Patch Kids. I don't like put the Sour Patch Kids See, in the I scotch. I can get behind that. Thank you. Thank you. What well, I like is it helps me drink faster. So it's yeah, effective on but... multiple levels. No, I have to have how salty close... snacks with my... Uh, with my I also have salty snacks. How close have you actually gotten to putting the Sour Patch Candies in there, though? I mean, really. Like, well, that thought I would say the closest is putting a Sour Patch Kid in your mouth, chewing it up a little bit, and then taking a drink of scotch. Because that's essentially putting it into your scotch. Yeah. I'd putting like to the think, scotch into the Sour Patch Kid. I'd like to think that there's a level that I haven't crossed yet, because I haven't <laughs> put it in there, so. You should soak up the scotch with the Sour Patch Candies. Let me have my And baby. then freeze it and eat those. That would be... Or put them in a drink or something. It would be okay. horrible. You should not do that. Ever. <laughs> I love where you're going with it. I absolutely am going to do that. Like Sour Patch Kids Scotch Ice Cubes. Ice Cubes, yeah. I gotta go. You guys are fast. <laughs> horrible. Where we officially crossed the I, line. too, am drinking wine because that is, as long as I don't drink a lot of wine. Right. It's okay. Healthy. Well, no one's going to judge you. Beating I'm baby. sure that I have some sort of French ancestry in my melting pot, so I'm just going to go with that. What kind of wine are you drinking? A Cabernet uh, Sauvignon too? No, I am drinking a Chardonnay. That's what my husband came home with, which was not what I asked for. But what did you ask for? Chardonnay. <laughs> Chardonnay. I asked for a red Moscato because I wanted something sweet and red. Ooh, and then he wow. came home with a Chardonnay and a pink Moscato. So I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I gave you really good <laughs> instructions. the only pink I can drink, though. <laughs> he, he, he had two tries and didn't get it right. I know, but... You know, he's a good man otherwise, with a magnificent beard, so I forgive him. Well, That's much more important. Gotcha. He's short, though. So. <laughs> you are not very tall yourself. Yeah, but it's okay, because I'm a girl. All right, so, oh. step one of feminist oh. in the podcast. We were going to keep it light, but clearly we've taken a turn for darker waters. Oh, I just waters. like to rile you ladies up. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, are you drinking, Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> I am, but I it's hope so. not wine. Oh, wow, it's not wine. Um, <laughs> I have <laughs> I, I have beer. Yay! Kind of what beer? kind of beer? beer. Hmm? What kind, what of, beer? kind of beer? Um, have you heard of Little Something Something? No. It is a, you know, I really don't even know what it is, but I had it in a local bar in Chicago. And you know how they're all about their craft brews and whatever. Um, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's really good. I recently found it in a local liquor store, and I was like, hallelujah. But it's like 11% each bottle. So, so I it must gotta, be an IPA, yeah? I think so. I think nice. so. Honestly, I should just check the bottle, but they were warm, so I have it poured in an icy glass right now. I think only IPAs can possibly be 11%, so we'll go with yeah. that. It's it's the best IPA I've ever had because normally I don't like them, but this is fantastic. Nice. Yeah. Normally you don't like IPAs. Yeah, I know. I know. Go. It's it's <laughs> terrible. It's really terrible. I wish I could love IPAs. Like I wish I could love spicy food, but maybe after like three of them, I'm like, okay, this is fine. 
But it's gonna be a long time to get to three of them. And you don't like spicy food either? Oh, oh I know, I know. I wish I did. I'm pretty sure I would die without spicy food. After like two days, that would be it. Could you eat spicy food while you were pregnant, though? Oh yeah, could I? Really? Could I eat it? That's what I lived on. <laughs> I thought that that gave like really bad heartburn. I mean, only I, some people. You but, lived oh, okay. the heartburn because you're gonna have heartburn anyway, so you might as well eat good food. Yeah. That's right. What's the Heart point of living? Be there no matter what. <laughs> I like that answer. <laughs> All right. Well, is it my turn? I yes. So. I am drinking because it is full fledged summer now. A sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Oh, yeah. So and I am very happy so with sneaky. it. Okay. Now, I've heard you talk about this before. On Girl, don't you ask what podcast. a sneaky, sneaky is. I'm about to. <laughs> so, it is too late. She's me. in the process of asking. <laughs> I'm about to. What exactly is in a sneaky, sneaky? And why is it sneaky? Okay. A sneaky, sneaky is Firefly iced tea flavored vodka. Yum. And lemonade. You lost me there. I'm not a tea and lemonade person, so. All right, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Do you like iced tea? I do, but I don't like it citrusy. Okay, well, you won't like this then. Exactly, but I am glad that you're happy. I want it's that for you. It's sneaky because it's like drinking it, a glass of lemonade or a glass of tea, tea. depending on how strong you make it. Yep. And um, then all of a sudden you're really drunk. All. Yeah, yeah. Right. Then, then all of a sudden you're hammered. Up. And I do have sneaky drinks in this form. I, I'm a big fan of them. Not so much when I'm nursing, but the rest of the time. <laughs> so I can it get was, behind this conceptually. Was it Atlanta? It was Atlanta the first time we had them. At Sweet George's Juke Joint. Yep. <laughs> it sounds like the place where you might have a sneaky sneaky. Absolutely. That's exactly where we had sneaky sneakies. And I was very happy and very drunk. We've never been the same. <laughs> <laughs> can never go back so that's what i'm drinking that's Yay. like the that's like the show's drink it's like our flagship it pretty much is it's a sneaky oh, sneaky God. i gotta <laughs> find another place to be i don't think i belong ladies <laughs> i'm telling you you'd like it we'll have well, to try one in a couple <laughs> all right of okay yeah, you definitely should i would do that we'll just make yours really strong so it doesn't taste that much like uh <laughs> like lemon and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, one of my friends drinks uh, weed and water. Jeremiah weed, uh, iced tea flavored vodka and water. Yeah, I've that's tried like that because that's how they that's how they say you should drink it, mm-hmm. like on the bottle. That's I can't drink that. Maybe you should grow up. Ooh. <laughs> Shots <laughs> fired over the bow. How does she get away with this stuff all the time? Oh, I don't. I do not get away with it. Uh, but if it's funny enough and it distracts everybody from being mad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, don't th- don't think she gets away with it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Man. All right. There's violence in this call. So, in this call. Uh, next happening? up. We have all the news you can use. All the news. Yeah, there's nothing on the uh, thing, but I do I do have some news. Um, you know what? And still, most of the stuff that I even read about on a regular basis is about the Xbox One and the PS4 and 
E3 was crazy this year. So, um, one thing in relation to that, which I'm excited about, because this is what had me kind of worried with the prices of them, is that both Sony and Microsoft have announced that uh, brand new games on their consoles will be $60, or the $59.99. Mm-hmm. So they're not going up in price, which is nice, because I feel like there's a pretty big jump from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3? Or am I thinking PlayStation to PlayStation 2? When did they jump dramatically? Good lord, I can't even the remember. The game started to have extraordinarily high production values. Nah. Tag that. They, they thought there you that go. from the beginning. <laughs> Tag it. Um... So that's exciting. That's that's one of the few things out of the, you know, little tidbits of news coming out of E3 right now that I'm enjoying. Um, something else that I'm also excited for, except really we know nothing about either of these things, is that the new Mass Effect is going to be borrowing many of the systems from Dragon Age 3. Mm. So, I don't know. Dragon Age 3, we haven't really seen much other than concept art. And the fact that women actually had a voice in making decisions and storyline in this game. Burn it! (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. That could be be good or bad. That could be good or bad. Because I think a lot of people didn't like the second Dragon Age at all. But I remember Bioware coming out and being like, okay, yeah, yeah, we screwed up on some of the things in there, like the repetitive maps all the time, like the same freaking map being used over and over again in an open world RPG game. Like, come on. So those sort of things they said um, they were improving upon in three. So I'm hoping that means good things for the new Mass Effect. But Uh, I have a lot of feelings about Mass Effect. All the feelings. Many are the feelings. About the new one or just in general? In general. I mean, don't get me wrong. When there's a new one in my hands, I'll probably put 80 hours into it and then be like, I have a lot of feelings. Um, but, <laughs> I, you know, I always, that's one of those things like heroin that you say you're not going to do and then you do. <laughs> and then you're like, I don't Damn. have that relationship with heroin. <laughs> I've never had that happen to me. <laughs> But I understand where you're coming from. Uh, there was a general you, not a me you, not a you you, but a they you. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> so. There's a lot of games that I say I'm not going to play, you know, and then 120 hours later, I'm like, fuck that game. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've I'm done with happen. it now, 300 mm-hmm. hours in. Well, I'm mm-hmm. done. We're not going to talk about how many hours I have in the Left 4 Deads combined. Yeah, pretty bad. Mm. We're not going to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. I'm on the same page. Wow. I say, I hate Nino Cooney at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to bring that up. And P asked me again as she was falling asleep tonight if we could play tomorrow. And I was like, Really? Haven't you just like I lost it? It's gone. The game gnomes came and took it away. Disappeared. Oh my god. Longer around. Um so then my last little tidbit of news. I don't know if this is news or more so kind of a talking point. Um I don't know if anyone saw I think I posted it to my Facebook wall about um and now I'm going to sound even more dumb. That was uh, Nita Sarkeesian, right? Not, mm-hmm. 
Who was Who Anita Sarkeesian? Post. Uh, she posted a tweet that said, thanks Xbox One E3 press conference for revealing to us exactly zero games featuring a female protagonist for the next generation. Mm. And then she proceeded to post the um, disgusting responses she got to that. Um, and they are terrible. Of course they are. Shocking. Yeah. I mean, like... Terrible, terrible. I mean, the amount of people who are throwing around the C word, I don't know if we're prepared to throw that out in the podcast at this point, but... What haven't we said on this podcast? Just out of curiosity. That's true. We started out out with penis, so... (laughs) Sorry, that was me. What are the first... Alicia comes on, the first thing we say is penis. I get it. Penis. And then uh, someone even specifically puts, uh, relax, it'll all be so over soon, in quotation marks. No, they oh, nice. do Right out there. Um, culture. Yeah. How about, as soon as women are as capable as men, then maybe. Stop pushing Oh my your- god, I want... Mm, Please no. don't read anymore. They're terrible. No, they're I want terrible. five minutes in a room alone with some of these motherfuckers. All of these <laughs> I like you. Come at me, bros. Some some little boys need to learn how to act. And unfortunately, there are a lot of other ladies who support them in not knowing how to act. This one pisses me off so much. One more. One more. Maybe if women were more interesting and capable at life, there might be more female game leads. Like Super Floral Arranger. His name is Beat and Delete on Twitter. So that's super special and that's one of those things where it's like you kind of sit back and you're like why the hell do I do this? And then at the same time you're like this is exactly why the hell I do this because there are ignorant people out there like that who still think these things. Hundreds of them. She got thousands of responses that were Oh, I'm not surprised. That, oh yeah. Identical to that. It was like a call to cause. Yep. They they wait for her to say anything. Yeah. Well, I know and then they just I I would not be able to be in her shoes at all. She's a strong woman for dealing with that crap. Mm-mm. Anyway. Lovely. Yeah, yeah more happy things. I'm glad all my things are ha- ending on happy notes. <laughs> what, 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 I mean, what do you do? That's the, that's the culture, but we're having a light podcast. Yes. I'm the downer. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the only, th- I mean, really, you do podcasts like this and you talk about it and write about it and smack people about right. and not react with violence. It's very important. <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing you can do. <laughs> All right, Alex Lane, tell us about your indie game of the week before I start threatening people again. Oh, yes. I want to I want to hear about this. Game. <clears throat> okay. So my indie game of the week is Splice. And um, it's, quote, an experimental and artistic puzzler. That's what the, um, that's what the uh, developers call it. Um, it's really pretty. It has sort of like that indie artistic feel that you would expect, right? Um, and uh, it's, it's a puzzle game, so right up my alley. As you guys know, I often enjoy mostly puzzle games. Mm-hmm. Um, however... This game is so fucking hard, I can almost not play it. Like, really? 
Really? Oh God, it's t- oh, it's so hard. Um, there's no tutorial. Speaking of no tutorials, um, there's no tutorial for it. Um, you just like start playing, uh, and the 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 thing is, I'm trying. I, I've read a, sh- a ton of different forums talking about this game to like prepare, like what to say, because uh, it was like I couldn't articulate my frustration with it. And okay, so so here's the way people are talking about it. First of all, there's a million threads out there of people who are like, I just bought this game. I've spent an hour and I can't. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. Everything I do doesn't work. I, I don't even know how to play. I can't get past the first like little board. Um, so what you try and do is you have a string of, I'm going to, I'm trying to get this right. Like I said, I tried to find the words for this, but I don't know if it's totally right. You're, you're, you have strings of chromosomes and you have to try and put them in the shape of a particular genome. Okay. So, uh-huh. uh, an, a, one person articulated it really well. They said, you put these jelly bean things into the outline for jelly bean things. Okay. <laughs> that seems much more appropriate. Um, um, and uh, so you are move this around. It's, it's like 100% a spatial reasoning game. So you have these chromosomes and you're trying to, and it's sort of like a 3D t- mash with a 2D world. Um, so you're trying to like conceptualize 3D, how you move, which chromosome to grab onto to get the rest of the chromosomes to move in the right way to get to this, to fit into the puzzle. But not all of the ways you can get in there is the correct way. I don't know if that's a glitch in the game or what, but you have to like, there's multiple answers and not all of them are recognized. Mm-hmm. So that part's really difficult too. Um, so you don't get any tutorial. Their help screen consists of three screens, and they make absolutely no sense. Um, like, like the you you have to play the game before you could read the game manual because you don't have the language or concepts or experience. You know, remember uh, mm-hmm. James Paul G talks about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes no sense. Uh, so you go go go, and then like eventually you can like have chromosomes that split or that like act react different ways, um, and it's it's like it's like impossible <laughs> it, oh my gosh it's very very hard like it's fun in a not fun way <laughs> and addicting huh. in like a frustrating way like you're remember, really pissed off but you can't stop right like remember spelunky it's yes. a roguelike where you keep playing but you have yeah. to start over the beginning right like mm-hmm. it's super frustrating but just a, you like progress just enough that you're like uh, and there is nothing that will break your electronics faster than a roguelike. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, so I've read a ton of stuff online. Um, they have YouTube videos that walk through the levels, but as many of the people stated, like that's the whole game. It's not like where you're going to a walkthrough for like one part of a level. Like the entire level is figuring out how to get those chromosomes into the right genome space. So like, there's no game if you look at the tutorials. Um, so, but the thing is, like, so I got through a shit ton of levels, and I have no idea what I was doing or how I was moving it correctly to get it into the correct <laughs> spot. It was basically just trial and error. And, like, so that's kind of no fun because I don't understand it at all. So it's not like I can keep playing. Um, but you can get it on your, like, iPhone and stuff for, like, three bucks. So I would definitely say it's worth trying it. Um, it won, like, the best puzzle game in 2011, and it won a bunch of awards in 2012. Yeah. Um, 
you know people like hard shit, so whatever. But um, I confess, I like hard shit. Yeah, so you might you might like find it pretty addicting. Um, you might like it. Like I said, I don't. I like it in a hateful way and hate it in a liking way. So here's I don't the know. question: Is yeah. it? Because here's where I have to draw the line between the, the hard shit that I like and the hard shit that I don't. If it's hard just because it's really, really difficult and it takes time to understand, then that's aces. If it's hard for stupid reasons, like just to be hard, then that's not fun. Yeah, mm. I don't think um, I don't think it's hard for stupid reasons. It's, it's just that it doesn't really give you all the information that you need all the time. Yeah, it, it doesn't give you all the information. And just like the concept of it is just difficult. Okay. So... It's not gimmicky at all. Yeah. Um, it's just hard. Just super difficult. Just super difficult. Cool. So would you recommend it? Um, I don't know. It takes a particular um, type of gamer to be able to appreciate it, I think. Um, so if you're that kind of gamer who gets a lot of satisfaction out of frustration, I'm not really that way. Um, yeah, uh, we know this one. Yeah, I'm not a big, <laughs> I'm an instant gratification person. So, so uh, yet she uh, plays WoW. Yeah, the Dark Souls and Demon Souls players would enjoy oh. this game. What WoW is as much instant gratification as it gets? Mm. Like level every four seconds. Well, that's true, but plus I like uh, wow. my my thing that I really like is like resource management and then like building up empires right yeah so, so like i don't need to be cutting edge and be doing all sorts of um yeah i played wow and then i played final fantasy 11 for years and my thing was i want all the monies yeah <laughs> all the monies I my husband makes fun of me because i'm real bad about that in games Mm-mm. so we recently did a big Oblivion replay where we were just like, oh, there's not really anything we want to play, but you know what we really feel like replaying is Oblivion. But we never played it together because we weren't, we weren't together. Then we played Skyrim. We never played this. And he made fun of me because my MO for like the first 15 levels is to steal everything everywhere. He's like, that's worth one gold. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. It's part <laughs> of my empire. I like getting from point A to point B. Without reading the question. Yeah, so so like I don't I don't care as much about the story as I probably should, being an English major. Um, when they make games with good stories, I pay attention. Until then, Alex, the ones that are subpar. Hey, don't care. I agree. I heard a crying baby from somewhere. Yeah, she's she's fussing in the background a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't she's know she's in the background. <laughs> well, my husband's got her. He's he's got that. She likes him better anyway. Oh, that's not true. It's probably true. He has a beard, and she likes the beard. <laughs> that's the way to a baby's heart. It is. <laughs> this baby, at least, she likes the beard. She seems like a cool baby. <laughs> She's a pretty awesome <laughs> baby. She has the uh, the resting bitch face. Yeah, she does. It's a real problem. She looks like she's always angry. Yeah. <laughs> We call it, oh, that's probably me, and I won't say what we call it. I'll tell you later, remind me. We call it sorority <laughs> face. That's okay. You can call Aww. it sorority face. I didn't make it up, but it's just because you're always like, what? <laughs> like, that's the look on people's faces all the time. I'm pretty sure that she raised her eyebrow at me the other day. <laughs> like, excuse me? 
Yeah, it was one of those. She was laying on the cushion, and she was kind of looking at me, and the eyebrow went up, and I was like, what is that about? You giving me fucking half formula? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. <clears throat> so We're not even to our issue yet. We've been going for like an hour. I know. That's okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's all your fault, clearly. Yes, you can blame me. Um, so our our issue of the week is not really an issue, but we were going to talk a bit about um, kind of building off Alex Lane's fabulous post of the week on summer gaming. But talking about summer gaming for ourselves, right? You know, in, in different aspects, right? So we could be talking about summer gaming in terms of what we're going to play this summer, summer gaming in terms of what our summer gaming habits are like, um, summer gaming in terms of how summer gaming fits into even say research agendas. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about some summer gaming. Would you like me to go first since I wrote a whole post about it already? I can go quick. Well, sure, Alex Lane. Good. I want to be first all the time. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, my as I talked about in my post, um, my biggest struggle with summer gaming is. Um, being able to do my favorite type of gaming, which is like marathon style, as Samantha knows quite well. Mm-hmm. Like I like to get a game 10 o'clock in the morning and not stop until I beat it. Um, again, instant gratification. However, um, there's I feel like I have a lot of responsibilities to be a healthy individual in the summer. So like I need to be in the sun or like friends want to go to the beach or not, the, not that I would ever go to the beach. I don't know why I said that. But that kind of stuff, right? Go play around disc golf or something. Um, so I end up almost always not being able to sit down for more than like four hours or so um, at a time while, while gaming. Something always comes up. Um, so that's why one of the reasons in the summer I really like games like Animal Crossing and such. Because um, you don't have to sit down and play them. But you definitely can sit down and play them for a long periods of time, but it doesn't require it. Um, so um, I, I enjoy that type of game. Um, it's it's hard to um, uh, because I'm not teaching this summer, and I have four of my dissertation dissertation chapters turned in. Um, it's hard to uh, uh, make any excuse for not gaming, right? Um, Except then I get so addicted I can't get any of my other work done. So that's sort of like, oh. You have nothing else to do. Right, right, exactly. Um, <laughs> so I'm like trying to get an article written. Then I'm like, no, I don't have to. Then I'm like, yeah, well, I should game. No, I should write. No, I should game. And I end up doing nothing. You know? <laughs> um, so that happens. That happens in the summer. Um and uh, a lot of my gaming is um, collaborative in the summer as well. I play online a lot with, like, Siv and stuff with my mom because she's a teacher too, so she has a lot of time. Um, and uh, and while wow. my mom played Siv. Oh yeah, she's completely obsessed. Um, and so we play a lot together um, online. And then a, a lot more card games. I'm not like a big card game person. Um, but we play quite a few card games. Well, I'm, I'm a poker player. I'm a gambler. So I play those types of card games. But like cribbage and, um, you know, those types of games, I typically don't play too obsessively, but I play a lot of those in the summer for collaborative, sitting around the campfire, that kind of stuff. 
So, I'll talk more in my post, but that's essentially my style of summer gaming. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's cool. Well, I'm going to bounce off that, because, you know, Alex Lane got to go first. Um, <laughs> yeah! Number one. We all know it's all about me. <laughs> I thought it was about me. No, it's me. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm a different kind of summer gamer. One, because I can't be outside for long periods of time in the summertime. Um, she doesn't sweat. I don't sweat. Was wondering why. Yeah, I don't sweat. Weird. There is, is an actual medical condition called anhydrosis. Believe it or not. Um, Sounds made up. It is. <laughs> It is. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so I don't sweat, so I can't be outside during for long periods of time um, during the day, even though I'm outside a, a lot more than I typically should be. Um, then I end up with what's basically a mini case of heat stroke, um, especially since I have a kid now, I'm outside more than I typically should be. Um, but, you know, that being said, um, so I spend more time inside during the summer than a lot of folks do. Um and my inside time is generally, uh, if if my kid's not home anyway, is spent gaming. Um, and my nighttime uh, inside game after, time after she's gone to bed is spent gaming. So I game a lot in the summertime because uh, I've got a little bit more free time. And also because it's research for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, summer is the only time that, you know, most academics get any real opportunity to do concentrated research. You know, people like to say, oh, you're a teacher. You get your summers off. No, I'm a teacher. I work damn hard during the summer because it's the only time I have to actually do my research on top of any other kind of work that, you know, I'm doing at the office. I'm also doing my research in the summertime. So I have to gain more in the summer. Um, So that gives me, you know, time to one play catch up on the stuff that I have not finished kind of during the regular academic year. Um, and in the last couple of years, it used to be that the summer was just like, was just like the video game desert time. You guys remember that? Like nothing came out in the summer. Yeah. But the last couple of years, there've been some solid shit coming out in the summer. Um, even with, um, like the, uh, Xbox live arcade, some of our, some of the arcade releases, um, every summer they release, what is it? Four. Um, and yep. one of those is usually like a real blockbuster. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we've gotten, what do we get out of those? We got Bastion out of those. We got um, some really, I can't even think I'm drawing a blank. I had them in my head. Before More games than I can afford in the summer when I work less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's another problem. <laughs> um, but, you know, we get a lot of solid games. And then, of course, there's the Steam Summer Sale. Oh, the Steam mm. Summer Sale. I'm not always so many myself on the Steam summer sale, and that should be coming up in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm actually dreading it. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, because you know, I never I buy games, and especially since now you can buy games from your phone. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> um, You're doomed. Well, you know, last year I thought I had done pretty well until I actually looked in my library and was like, "Who the fuck bought all these games?" Uh, <clears throat> That's what happens. Like I said, it's in your, all you got to do is push a button on your phone. I am I am in trouble. I'm taking my credit card number off my Steam account and putting in like just the Steam prepaid cards this year. I'm going to see how that works for me. 
<clears throat> so if I buy extra games, I'm gonna have to make a I'm gonna have to make a concerted effort to do it. To do so. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's a good idea. We're gonna see I do that... miss those days when all of the all of my gaming purchases were tax write off for work. That was that was a good time in my life. See? I need to do some research. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bring me over, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> That's what you need. <laughs> But anyway, that being said, um, you know, my summer is going to, my summers are usually spent, like I said, doing some concentrated, uh, some concentrated gaming um, and, and a lot of even recording of games. Um, so my house is usually like really loud with all kinds of kind of stuff, the between game consoles and computers and recording devices and, um, you know, getting stuff ready for publication so that I can refer back to it later. Um, for various and sundry reasons. Um, so, but I'm very happy that these days that, uh, you get solid games in the summertime because I'm tired of the, I was tired of the video game desert. And like I said, this is, well, I've said this before, is that this is going to be, a, this is going to be a wild summer and fall anyway, because we have so many, like, super solid games that are coming out right before the release of this next, of this next gen. Um, we're getting the games now that are just like the sweet spot for this generation of these games, which makes me very happy and very sad at the same time. Because, you know, here's where we should have been all along with, with the games on these consoles, but now we're going to have to start all over again. Is it really going to take us five years before we hit the sweet spot for games on this next gen of consoles? Eight years. Did you say eight years? Say what? It feels like... 10 years, 12 years. I don't know. It feels like a long time. I think it's been six or seven, but. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Um, I was is looking. It, is it going to take that long before we hit the sweet spot on the next gen? With the Might. Next... <sighs> There's at least going to be a year where it's rough, where any kind of technological changes, they're going to have to work around, right? So, you're going to get some games that are weirdly buggy or that don't make great use of features or that try to incorporate features that they don't need. And right. there's going to be a lot of bullshit. Right. Well, in the second year, there'll be a couple of good games, and then we'll, they'll start to get better again. Well, I mean, the same thing. The 3DS, the games on the 3DS are just starting to get good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I noticed that, too. I was kind of irritated with it at first after I first got my 3DS. Well, I think that Nintendo has a particular problem with that. Like, oh, let's pump out lots and lots and lots of new things that we don't really know what the hell to do with. Yeah, you know, here's some bullshit games. Remember when 3DS first came out? What the fuck came out with it? Um, was it Tekken and Pilot Wing? And it was Pilot Wing. You remember Pilot Wing <laughs> and the stupid ass submarine game? Yo, those we gave away for free. If you bought like a battery or pack or something <laughs> like a charging pack, you got Pilot Wing or whatever the submarine was for free. Your choice of one of the two. Oh my god, those were horrible. Those were terrible. You'd like too how the um like solely 3DS Pokemon game has waited to come out until they've kind of hit the spot, like a good stride of games. Right. And now the solely 3DS Pokemon game is gonna come out. That's X and Y, right? Yep. Yeah. Which looks good. I'm super psyched for it, but I think I'm the Pokemon generation. I think that was mine. I think oh, that, that must have skipped my me because I'm not. 
Yeah, because I, I, I had the cards and played the game. Oh, I'm definitely too old for that shit. And every time they turn it on in my house, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing to my son? <laughs> he's like, he likes this? it. He, it he's gives me a headache. It. Yeah. Oh, God. I remember I played that quite a bit when I was younger. The only good thing that has come from Pokemon is my Pokemons, let me show you them, and the phrase, a challenger appears. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> or the, they used such and such a move. It was very effective. Yeah, super effective. <laughs> super so some, effective. some phrasing and, like, a lolcat meme. Other than that, no. <laughs> oh... But you know what? I did read in one of the um, reviews of The Last of Us that what's really unfortunate about it is it made um, people kind of sit back and think, like, do we really need these new consoles anymore? Because the graphics are just so amazing in that game. That is a good question. That is a beautiful game. It is absolutely beautiful. And it runs well. I mean, See, yeah, that's one of the biggest things like like PS3 had all those issues with Skyrim. It was so buggy and that was supposed to be such a great and flawless, like beautiful, stunning graphics game. And it just came along with so many bugs. It was like, can we even reach this pinnacle that they're describing to us? Yeah. But with this, they seem to have reached it because that's what everyone's talking about. Yeah. I don't know, though, every time they, they do that and they talk about that, there, there are other limitations like with Skyrim. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's wonderful, and it's a great experience, but in a lot of ways, it's not as good as Oblivion. And then there is the, the mm-hmm. 37,000 times you have to hear that guy say, I used to be an adventurer like you until I took an arrow in the knee. <laughs> but it was hilarious. <laughs> well, you know, the first 20 times, it was hilarious. After that, I wanted to chuck my controller through the fucking screen. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? How is it that you can make this epically gorgeous game, but you can only record approximately 17 lines of fucking dialogue? <laughs> you know what I found? Because uh, uh, that came out at the same time as Kingdom of Amalar, remember? And I got Amalar, and you guys all did Skyrim, right? Um, and I liked the graphics of Amalar better than Skyrim. Um, I like the cartoony fantasy sort of whatever colors and graphics better than the realistic because Skyrim's like dirty right yeah you know what I mean it's a little dirty yeah that's one of those that we limit the child playing time on right right (laughs) but even like the graphics like it's so like I want my fantasy games to be fantasy games you know yeah and I think that's that's just of Amalur's I'm with you on that biggest things was that it was very like cartoony and when not cartoony but it, it was, was a little more so though. than more so than skyrim it was candy colored yes yeah exactly yes. that's a perfect way to put it yeah it and i colored. loved it i'm not fussed about how they look i'm much more interested in how things go and what happens and what you hear and the immersive experience which is one of the reasons why i'm so into state of decay right now is because that shit sneaks up on you you feel like you're just doing stuff whatever you don't care and then suddenly you look around and you are fully inside this game and you give a shit about what happens to these people right but you know I think a lot of people thought about uh walking dead oh yeah yeah for sure I'm so excited about the DLC. Yep, that's going to be awesome. You and me both. Mm. I'm going to have to like order takeout for my family and sit down. And, uh, <laughs> but you guys just need to leave. Oh my god. Mommy's playing The Walking Dead. Degree, man. 
Oh my god, yes. Prepare a week's worth of meals for your family. While yeah, you're there's going to be a lot of me yelling, <laughs> I'm playing The Walking Dead. Yeah, it's not going to take that long because I played through all the episodes in one night. at One night at a time, each one. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, no fucking way. But I see, one night at a time. Yeah. So uh, have they said how long the DLC is going to be? No, but they're going to do five stories in one episode. So they yeah. can't be that in depth or they're going to have to connect in some way. And I haven't read much about it because I don't want to run into something that I don't want to know. Right. Yeah, and there's a small Kotaku review out about it, but I didn't read anything but the intro text to it because I didn't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to either because you know how I am. Like I said, I go... I go like press dark on stuff when I'm when I'm ready to play. Once yeah, really and this is this is an important game to me. Like I'll read about some bullshit RPG I don't really care about, but when it's something like I really am excited for, like this that has a story that's actually compelling and mostly well written, I'm not going to read anything about it because mm-hmm. they will spoil some shit because they don't care. Mm-hmm. Right, and that really pisses me off. And you're fully invested in that story at that point. It's like yes, even though it's like going to the end of the book and reading the last page. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I don't want to know anything. All I want to, I almost don't want to know how long it's going to be. I just want to know how early in the day I need to start. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me a time frame. You know, I, I need to know if I need to have my mother come visit for a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> when wanna... she's done at your house, can you send her to mine? Oh my God! Like, like I I, my, my mother, my when my mother is here, I actually get true downtime because that is the only time my kid doesn't fucking care that I exist. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. She does not care. <laughs> and she's gonna be here this week, so I'm doing a little jig. Other than the fact that I really gotta clean my house. Mm, yeah, my husband's parents are coming to see the baby. So and I don't know about enthusiasm and enthusiasm and well, joy. No, I love them. They're wonderful. But I don't know how much you ladies who are not Sam know about how much housework gets done when you have a new baby. But I will tell you, spoiler: it's not a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. So I need to, I don't know, clone myself, make my husband do what, I don't know. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) Rough in here. All right. What about anybody else? What are you doing for summer gaming? Well, apparently I'm going to be killing a lot of zombies. Apparently. About zombies. But that's pretty much my gaming MO anyway. You know, I have to say... This is where I feel like sometimes I don't belong because I don't, I don't play as much as I used to. But during the semesters, I don't feel like I have any time. If I start something, it is over. I started Skyrim before the semester was over, and I was fucked, y'all. I had, like, 40 <laughs> papers that sat there for an extra week I didn't even look at because I was like, I got to go kill some dragons. That you know your boss is on this uh, podcast, right? Uh-uh, she uh, not me. anymore. <laughs> She's not my boss anymore. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's don't right. Uh, she's she's teaching PW now. That's yeah. right. And You're I, in my world now. Also, you know, okay. just don't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> but no, that's why I don't play much during the semester. And then my husband brought home Dishonored before the semester was over, and I was like, "Fuck you," <laughs> because I can't not play that. I have more time to game during the semester, maybe because gaming is up my research, like you're yeah. saying, yeah. Sam. 
and and you know what and that's and that's the difference and and <clears throat> i i sat uh, i got pulled into a um a round table discussion at gls on you know for for people at different points in their careers <clears throat> excuse me um and i got pulled into the tenure track table mm-hmm. um and and i had to tell people what i had to realize for myself gaming is your work yeah in the same way that other people say here's the you know this is the block of time that i read and write <clears throat> excuse me you get to say here's a block of time where i read write and game yeah because gaming is a part of your research yeah. How the hell am I supposed to balance that? Because I'm writing a novel and putting together a short story collection. Then you well, need to be writing about video games. Is <laughs> write about video games and join Rec Comp. Uh, I'm working on that, Miss mm-hmm. Alex Lang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, listen to you two recruiting. I'm a podcast. <laughs> no, it, it's already known that I'm working my way she was, over there. She, she, she was already thinking that before she got here. <laughs> I had a plan. Once once the Purdue acceptance came, I was like rubbing my hands together. Oh, there are things to put. All the other acceptances, I was like, I don't care about y'all. That's great. <laughs> cool. So yeah, I'll yeah. be killing zombies. If you need me this summer, zombies will be dying in horrible ways. Well, zombies will be dying. I told you, I got... I, now, Last of Us... Last of Us is what you need to be playing. I know. They're not zombies, but close so, enough. I'll get there. I can't wait to play that. I have to decay a little more state first. <laughs> state your decay. I'm I'm stating it, and shit is decaying. But it is it is so good. It is ridiculously good, and it shouldn't be because it is it is seriously Grand Theft Zombie. And I will tell you all a little secret. I did not like the Grand Theft Auto franchise. That's Everybody that I've ever known loved it. Um, it was fun every now and then to like stack up some dead bodies like Cordwood, you know, and rack up five stars. Yeah, it has a particular right. appeal. Right. No, I, do I don't well, love it. But, but I, don't I don't love the franchise. But this, even though it's set up, it's set up essentially the same way as Grand Theft Auto. You have your little rotating mini map and you do a lot of driving or running or whatever. You have missions. You go back to your base. Uh, there's a lot of elements like that. But it also pulls a lot of elements from games that I love. Like, the combat feels very Dead Rising to me. And then it's got all these little references to, like, zombie movies and other zombie games and and all that. It makes this really, like, fun environment. And then you get in it and you're like, oh, I have so much shit to do. And everything I do matters. It makes a difference. So it makes you think. And -hmm. that's where those six-hour pockets go. Because you're thinking. (laughs) Because your brain is functioning. Yeah. And it's not like just some mindless, I'm going to sneak over here and kill these guys in this certain way from point A to point B. It's you're actually considering what you're doing and what the impact is going to be and how you can balance all of these things. And I will tell you, in my experience, actually thinking in those ways is really rare in a lot of games. A lot of games will tell you that you're going to be thinking about your choices that you're making. Right. You're going to be thinking about the story, but that shit doesn't pan out. Mm Mm-hmm. It does here. Yeah, I'm with you on that because I mean, think about it. It's like you you think you think when when games actually make you think about the choices. That's when you actually find yourself like up against a rock in a hard place. Yeah, and you start to feel anxious when you feel that a choice is coming because you're like, okay, I'm gonna have to make a choice soon. I'm not quite sure what this choice is gonna be, and I want to hurry up and make it. But I want to make the right choice because I don't want it to affect something else later on. What am I gonna do? 
How but, many and you sit there like with the game paused, <laughs> agonizing for like 10 minutes. You're like, what do I do? <laughs> Someone might die. And they're not a person. That's It's pixels, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it doesn't mean you care. Doesn't change Aren't the we all just pixels, really? <laughs> oh my god. We ascribe our own meaning to things, okay? Is that your next dissertation chapter? Um, absolutely Aren't we not. all just pixels? My only next really? chapter is the conclusion. Yeah. She's like, no, I, I'm, I'm about done. <laughs> well, that's a good conclusion. Really, we're all just pixels. And we put our own meaning in shit. And, and I choose for this. This fucking matters. So that's my summer. I'm done. I have had my diatribe. <laughs> see mine's not very long either because I'm in this weird transition stage where this is my first summer post graduating college and having a real person job and my right. sister likes to remind me of this because she's in community college right now and she's like haha I get to do whatever I want over the summer and you have to be a real person Um, so I don't know what my gaming habits will be this summer It'll be different, I'm sure. I'm sure, because if anything, right now, I have a lot less time to really commit to a game, and I feel like summer was my time to kind of sit down and be like, okay, you know, I have a lot of time this week to just sit down and power through a game like Skyrim or Oblivion. Mm -hmm. But when I have, let's see, I get home at 6, I go to bed by... 11.45, I don't have very much time to commit to video games. I gotta eat somewhere in there, shower. Take yeah. some time. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Well, I mean, I feel you on that time thing. I mean, because I, you know, we get home, we have dinner at 6, P goes to bed at 8.30 by the time I, you know, pick up and maybe throw a load of clothes in the wash and, you know, even think about, like, packing bags for the next day or whatever. I mean, it's 9, 9.30. Exactly. Of course, I'm up all night long. Yeah, but if you want to actually sit down and commit yourself to a game, like you're looking at a four-hour time period minimum that you're going to commit to it, and it's like, if I want to do that, I'm going to be a total zombie mess the next day. And I can't play a lot of the games that I really like. I'm with you on this, because if I'm tired approximately seven minutes into a game i'm droopy eyed i'm like uh especially if it's a game that involves a lot of like running from here to there and me watching my avatar's ass bounce while i'm running from here to there you know yeah yeah Yeah, games with the fetch quest cannot happen yeah no Mm. and i'm tired all the time (laughs) well you have a new baby yeah, I have a new baby. I just took up some freelancing, and I'm teaching, and I'm trying to write that novel, and I got another kid, and I got a husband who occasionally wants to spend some time with me. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm tired all the time. <laughs> I Trust me, I understand. I understand. You got, but you got cute kids. I do. You just have to teach them how to cook. And he's, my son is really into Portal right now. He Every time he gets bored, he goes over to my gaming shelf and he'll just pull something off. And he's tried just about everything. And this is the one thing he's really latched onto besides, like, zombie games. He loves it. And then he takes it out into the world and he's always making portals in the house. Um, oh, that's awesome. And oh, it's great. Cool. Yeah. It's great. And he's, he's pretty good at it. He's getting pretty good. He gets about halfway through the original Portal, maybe a little less, and then it gets too hard for him. Uh, and then we have to play together. But uh, he has a good time, like, you know, crushing the turret buddies and, 
And I'm like, this is a game I can really get behind for you. Because I keep telling myself, I'm like, this is teaching you physics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You're learning right now. But he loves it. Yeah, that's, that's like, like me and P with lap co-op. Yeah. That's why I call yeah, it lap co-op. We do, we do a lot of couch co-op. Uh, everybody in the family will play a lot. Um, and he'll be telling us what to do. When it's too hard for him, we'll take the controller and, and he'll tell us what to do and we'll do it. And Yep. And it, it, I don't know if he's anything like P, but, you know, she can, like, see shit that I never saw. Like, in public oh, yeah. games, it's she's like, oh, it's over there. What you have to do is you go over there and you jump on that ledge and then you jump across to the other ledge and then you jump back to the other one. I'm like, how the fuck did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> like, I had no idea. I was just standing staring going, what do I do? I know when, when Jack was playing Left 4 Dead, he found some pathways through some levels that I had never found. And, and again, I will tell you that I have an embarrassing number of hours in those two games. When Xbox unrolled that VIP thing that showed you like all your stats on your account, I was like, fuck, I can never look at this again. Because it's something like 600 hours <laughs> between the again. two of y'all. It's real sad. Um, oh. I, I love those games. I love them like ice cream. But he would play and he would run through the levels in ways that never even occurred to me. And they weren't necessarily good ways. You know, I'm not going to defend his choices because he was four at the time. Uh, but he would find some really interesting things to do, um, mostly because he was trying to avoid tanks. He was like, I don't want to fight that. Look at that. It's big. I'm like, I feel you, son. It's big. Let's run. Oh, yeah. Or P will, P will like you, if you play co-op games, she, she is really into self-preservation. So she'll hide and tell you you have to fix stuff or you have to fight stuff. So she'll no, like leave you hanging. Jack is the total opposite. Like when we play Lego Star Wars, he just runs out and starts killing everything. And I'm like, you know, uh-uh. some of those guys are your bros, and you should probably <laughs> you not kill, kill them. Uh uh-uh. uh. When we play the Lego everyone. games, P will P will find that one pixel somewhere <laughs> on that board where you actually can't reach her and stand right there. And say, I'll come out when you finish breaking them. <laughs> no, Jack has a death wish. Maybe we need to put them together and create equilibrium. There you go. That's funny. Awesome. Anybody else with summer gaming stuff? Mm-hmm. We're just yeah. gonna all game this summer, and we're gonna make yeah. we're gonna make Alicia commit to some. You got a new baby. The one thing about having a new baby, though, is being able to 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 game while they're sleeping, oh, yeah. or while you're while you're feeding them in the middle of the night. Oh, and my son is in Arkansas right now. But as soon as he gets back and brings the iPad back, I will definitely go back to playing whatever the hell I can get my hands on an iPad. It's really easy to play iPad games while you're feeding the baby or while you're pumping. <laughs> I discovered that that is the best diversion to make the time pass while you're pumping. Because otherwise I get bored really fast. Yeah. There you go. I played, a, you know, when I, when P was, when P was a uh, little, I played a lot of puzzle games like Bejeweled. I've, I started, restarted Puzzle Quest on the iPad. Oh, nice. Yeah. I love that shit. Yep. I could play Puzzle Quest for about three days straight before my eyeballs fell out. Well, <laughs> and I was just to be put on the shelf. Those are important things to, important things to think about when you, uh. When you are nursing and or feeding a child. Let's be a lesson to anyone in the world who is a gamer and is thinking about bearing children or (laughs) raising children or being around children for extended periods of time. You have to find 
a few activities that you can do while you're also holding the baby because otherwise you will lose your fucking mind. And I think this is why postpartum <laughs> depression and child murder happens. <laughs> See, there oh. we go. I mean, <laughs> and that's I will the never be of... back on this podcast. That's going to be the name of the episode, Dead Babies Happen. That's terrible. No, no, it won't. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I have opened up so many windows. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm like, I need to buy this and I need to look at that. <laughs> I'm going to be like, should we ask about Kickstarter? I know you have a particular affection. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Did you see, you saw, I think I heard you talking about this pixel press and how amazing that shit looks. I kickstarted that shit. Man, I bookmarked that and I went back to, to contribute and it was over and I was like, no, I I was so sad. It looks really awesome. Well, I will tell you this. I kickstarted it. And I get a uh, a free copy. Do you? In addition to my regular copy, yes. Well, if it's if it's for Jack. Oh yeah. You know what my son likes to do? He draws all the time. If it's for Jack, I will share. Yeah. That was all I was thinking of was Jack because he especially likes to draw mazes, and I thought, oh my gosh! As soon as I read about Pixel Press, I thought. This is Jack's jam right here. Yeah, I have an. I'm supposed to get an extra copy, so if it's if it's for Jack, I'll share. Well, I just want you to know that I think you're a wonderful, amazing person and a good human being all around. Well, I like your kid. <laughs> He's a great kid. And and even though he keeps eyeballing my daughter, she was holding his hand. That was he her. Was holding her hand. Oh, oh, it was probably her on that one. Even oh, though we wow. we stopped at the we stopped she she conned me into a slurpee today because I picked her up at school and she was like burning up hot because they were outside playing. Oh yeah. And there was this gorgeous little Samoan boy. Oh. <laughs> He's I call him a boy. He's he was probably seventeen or eighteen if not older, with like this with this jet black ponytail halfway down his back. And she stared at him so long in the gas station that he just smiled at her and said, hi. <laughs> and she was just like, he spoke to me. And oh, then no. when I was like putting her in her car seat, she was like staring out the opposite window. And I looked over and I said, what are you looking at? And I looked over there and he was like walking across the street back towards Starbucks because we were still over on not by campus. And I said, are you staring at that boy walking across the street? And she turned around and looked at me and she had the biggest grin on her face. I was like, I am locking oh, you in the closet. Don't tell me this. I just had a little girl. I am lo- I was <laughs> like, I am locking you in the closet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. She's too little for that. Oh my God. Oh. No. And hell, mine's already advanced. That means she's gonna be have crushing have crushes when she's three. <laughs> I can't handle this. I'm not ready. He was he was beautiful. He he was so he was pretty. Is exactly what he was, and she was just like, "I'm in love, Mama." She didn't say it, but like I said, I called her out. And she turned around. She had this big old grin on her face. I was like, "Fucking <laughs> you in the closet." <laughs> okay. That being said, and for those out there, no, I'm not really gonna lock my kid in a closet. <laughs> Probably would get an email. I know. <clears throat> All right. So. 
This is our fun part, y'all. Deals for broke ass gamers. We need a deals for broke ass gamers song. Still. Deals for broke ass gamers. <laughs> you really need to start recording you, Alex. <laughs> you gotta start recording you. I could be like, uh, like a jingle writer. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so some some deals for broke ass gamers. If you hit Amazon.com, you can get some stuff on the cheap. You can get Halo Four for thirty three percent off at twenty six sixty nine. You can get one of our favorite games, mm-hmm. uh, Tomb Raider, for forty percent off for twenty nine ninety nine for the three sixty or the PS three, and thirty dollars if- for ten hours of gameplay. Hey 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 hey. <laughs> uh, or you can get the collector's edition. Uh, Apparently they still have some <laughs> for fifty <Yeah. laughs> for fifty nine ninety nine. If you want to get those, are the, some good deals that are going on at Amazon. I wonder why. Wonder why. Um, and if you uh, head over to um, Good Old Games GOG.com, they're having their No DRM Summer Sale. So you can get the Definitive Dungeons and Dragons pack that's got like all the old school D&D based games. I remember these games fondly. Planescape Torment was awesome. Give your money to good old games if you're going to give it to someone. They're good people. They are good people. Uh, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2. Icewind Dale 1 and 2. Neverwinter's Nights 1 and 2. Temple of Elemental Evil. um, Demon Stone and and Dragon, uh, Dragon Shard. You can get all of those games. All of those games. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games for twenty-one dollars and ten cents. Can't beat that. You can't. Or you can get the Alan Wake bundle um, for four dollars and forty-eight cents, which is another good deal. Or they have those different games like uh, Planescape Torment, Neverwinter Nights, Neverwinter Nights Two, all broken down into individuals that you can get for like less than five bucks. Most of them. Um, and a more recent game, uh, FTL Faster Than Light, you can actually get for $4.99 right now because it's 50% off all the good old games. Um, and our favorite things, um, there are, uh, there's a Humble Bundle going on right now. There's the Humble Bundle for Android uh, 6. Is that the Al- Humble Bundle uh, is a great deal for summer gaming. Always, right? Um, so Frozen Synapse, Broken Sword, Director's Sword. Uh, Aquaria, Fractal, Oregon Trail, not Oregon Trail, uh, Director's Cut, um, Stealth Bastard Deluxe, and Pulse. You can get them all um, if you pay the minimum, or at least the average, which right now um, is $4.68. Yeah. All those games. Um, The Indie Royale Bundle, so that's going on right now as well. You get Really Big Sky, Ifloria, and we talked about Ifloria before because um, I played it. I played it for a while. I think um, Alex may have made it her indie game of the week once. So that was the. Um, I don't think so. Maybe it was just me talking about it. The nature-based um, puzzler slash artistic game, uh, Runespell Overture, which I think was one of your indie games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cthulhu Saves the World, Breath of Death Seven. You can get all of those in the Chosen 2 bundle for Indie Royale. Right now, the current minimum is $4.37. That is awesome. And then, one more thing, and then I'll let you go out and look for these games, (laughs) is the Steam games on sale. Um, And 
I talked about this one. Um, it was actually one of the games that I liked, even though I don't really love stealth games. Mark of the Ninja mm. is 75% off <clears throat> on uh, Steam right now for $3.75. And uh, Dawn of Fantasy Kingdom Wars is in the Midweek Madness sale, 50% off for 10 bucks. And that's in addition to some other games that are 20, 30, 40% off. But those are the big those are the big deals right now. And of course, you know, The Last of Us is a game that you want to play. <laughs> it's Actually, not on sale. Um if you're not that you want to play this game, but maybe if you haven't and you feel like torturing yourself, Fable 3 is free for Xbox Live users right now. Xbox oh, Live. oh shit. Yeah. Oh man, I don't need to play that again, but that's a good game. Yeah. For free. And if you got PSN, XCOM is still free, and then Saints Row also um, the that. third went free today. Yep, it did. Yep. So, free games if you've got a, because you know, Xbox Xbox Live is is gonna start keeping up with PSN apparently and giving away free games. Yeah. Nice. So there are free games available. Hooray. All right. So let's let's do our quick rundown. And that is all the things you want to know. And I should say this in advance. Um, we have two emails that have come um th- that ask specifically about remember me. Um which I don't think any of us have played, but we're going to get to your emails because we're going to play Remember Me. At least one or two of us are going to play Remember Me before, sure. before the next uh, before the next podcast. So we will address your question about female protagonists um, in Remember Me. There we go. See, sending a shout out to you. Um, <laughs> and uh, But if you want to send us questions, you can email us at nymgamer at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Not Your Mama's Gamer. You can follow us on Twitter at at nymgamer. Um, And as always, if you want to see our pithy blog posts uh, and participate in the conversations that take place there, you can come to the Not Your Mama's Gamer blog uh, at nymgamer.com. We welcome all conversation um, yeah, all conversation, definitely. Um, so you can send us uh, via email. You can send us email, voicemail, or video mail. We will address it in in any way that uh, that we I don't want to say deem appropriate. Um, in a, in in kind, we will approach, we will address it in kind, uh, and either talk about it on the podcast or post it on the blog. So feel free to send us what you want us to have. We're looking forward to it. Uh, I think that's about it, right? Yeah. Okay, so, and thanks very much to Alicia Carabinas, who joined us tonight. We hope, we hope that Yay. she comes back and joins us again. And check the blog. Actually, she's got a blog post that'll be going up uh, tomorrow, uh, Wednesday slash today, if I get this out, <laughs> if I get this up <laughs> after midnight, which I probably will, since it's after 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, Surprise, it's about zombies. Surprise. <laughs> um, so, uh, thanks, to, like I said, thanks to Alicia for joining us. We hope that she comes back and joins us again soon. Um, but until then, until next time, until episode 58, folks, you know the usual. Stay cool. Stay healthy. And as always, game on. Game on. Game on.